welcome to the Praise Arrow podcast. In today's episode, I will be doing a blog post review, which is a session in which I read and further explain the thoughts that I stated in one of my blog posts. So today's episode will be based on a recent post titled The Individuality of World Change. Here goes. Do you remember when you were little and you thought you were going to change the world? Maybe you still think so, or maybe you've never had such lofty thoughts and are content to lead a simple life from day to day. Well, no matter what category you fall into, you have it in you to change the world. So I'm going to start off. This was the first paragraph that I read, and I'm going to start off by just talking to you about why this topic was stated in such a manner, the individuality of world change. The idea is to emphasize the role that an individual plays in changing the world. And I know that at this point, some people may have given up on the idea of changing the world or might be going about it in the wrong way. To be honest, I'm not sure if I know the right way to go about things, but I'll just share my thoughts with you on what you can do to change the world. So let's keep going. In the last decade, the global discussion landscape has witnessed an entrance of group after group, each with a seemingly righteous agenda. They claim to be solving one or more of the world's many problems, including poverty, climate change, gender inequality, corruption, racial discrimination, etc., etc., etc. Each member of this group considers themselves an effector of change, and they are, in a real sense. While such activism has certainly yielded some valid results, it is not without its cons. Now, for the sake of this discussion, I will focus on one. When I say I will focus on one, I mean I will focus on one of the cons, right? So that was the second paragraph, and I'm just going to explain what I mean by that. So um, I'm sure that we're used to the term activism because in the last decade, or let's say maybe in the last five years especially, Activism has become a part of our daily lives. I mean, we see news about it every single day. And we must remember that each group, each activist group began with a purpose, a purpose to change the world in one way or the other, to, you know, undo some form of inequality in the society. But we can see that sometimes it, it, it appears that this activism is taken to a certain extreme, and that is the con that I would like to focus on. Now, I've given it a title, which I will state in the next paragraph. I mean, for lack of a better term, I I gave it that title, but let's go ahead and see what I'll be talking about. So, the next session is the next section is titled "The Collective Mindset," and that is the main con that I'll be focusing on. So the collective mindset, for lack of a better term. (laughs) And I read, I use this term for lack of a better description of this phenomenon. The typical activist is likely to assume an us versus them position in most matters. In this form of thinking, those who are of the same opinion on the issue of contention are in the right, and those with dissenting views are in the wrong. Collective morality or immorality is assumed and the activist may believe that just holding a certain idea or point of view is enough to make them a good person, end quote. In their opinion, it is those with dissenting views that must change their ways 
so that the world can become a better place. If I haven't lost you at this point, that's great. Stick with me a little longer. So that's paragraph three. And here I begin to flesh out what I, what I think is the bone of the, the main spine of the collective mindset. Every single person within a particular group assumes all the problems are on the side of those who are not part of our group. So we are the ones who are completely correct. And every single person that does not believe what we believe in is completely wrong. And the problem that I see with this is that every, the people in this group just assume that because I'm in this group, then I'm a good person, In quote. But life is more nuanced than that. Life is way more nuanced. And just by holding an ideology, you do not become a good person. Well, you know, good person has different meanings. But I mean, you're not, let's just say moral, right? You do not suddenly become morally right because you hold a certain ideology. There are actions that need to be taken. And most of these actions do not happen on the collective level, even though groups can hold rallies and, and parades and all of that. But the actions that need to be taken to improve things really do not happen on a group level. But the collective mindset makes it appear that just because you are in this group or you hold this ideology, then you are, you are right and every other person is wrong. And so I'm just going to keep reading. When society begins to esteem a certain ideology as superior, because it is beneficial, interesting, or simply trendy, there will be those who will slide into that school of thought merely because it is the way to be seen as a good person. In other words, the collective mindset may allow many people assume a moral standpoint without any real action to back it up. Again, what I was saying previously. And I've seen, I've seen this a lot and I, I've been tempted to fall into this, this um, what do I call it? into this circle of assumption that I'm doing the right thing just because I hold this ideology, which is why I, I wrote this blog post. Not It wasn't just me saying, okay, the problem is with other people. I saw myself that as I, as I be began to uh, esteem certain ideas or ideologies as superior and just associated with them, it made me feel like, yeah, I'm in the right and I'm moral and I'm doing the right things. But when I began to... <laughs> x-ray my life and what I was doing it, it just occurred to me that I wasn't really backing these thoughts or I ideologies with action and I thought wow this is something that's really going on in the world it's not and um, the effects are quite shocking on a large scale so I go on and I say here is an example of the result of a prolonged collective mindset in Nigeria we can see the us versus them way of thinking in action, us being the average citizen and them being the government. Nearly everyone accuses the government of being corrupt and not seeking the best interest of its citizens. Political fanatics can be seen arguing over what each politician is doing wrong. However, if you scale down to the average Nigerian, you will very often, not always, find that they in some way are corrupt and do not have the best interest of others at heart. From traders and unreasonable prices to buyers and unreasonable bargains, ill-intentioned university lecturers or civil servants who need a bribe to do their jobs, to do jobs that they are being paid for. The situation is almost laughable. I could imagine that if all the government officials were replaced by random educated individuals, the nation would not necessarily be better off. 
This is not peculiar to Nigeria, but it is a problem that occurs whenever the collective mindset is favored over, over individual actions. So I hope at this point, maybe you have a clearer view of what I'm trying to talk about in case I haven't been doing a very good job of explaining. I use Nigeria as an example because being Nigerian, I've seen the situation and it's a it's a daily, well, almost a daily lived experience where you get into conversation and fingers are being pointed at the government. However, when you go to the market, when you go to typical institutions, the universities, you see one form of immoral behavior or another. And each person in these institutions believes that the problem with the country is the government and they believe they are in the right. So it's funny because every single person believes that something is wrong with the government. But the most detrimental, the most detrimental issues that Ni Nigeria faces are not well, they are governmental issues, but most of the harm that comes to the average Nigerian is caused by a fellow Nigerian who is not necessarily in a position of government. So it's interesting that a lot of people do harm to each other on a daily basis and then blame the problem of Nigeria on the government. And now that we've talked about the collective mindset and the problems that it poses, let's look at a term I call individuality. Well, I hope that's a good term. Another one that I made up. I mean, it's an actual term somewhere, but um, yeah, I just use it in this context specifically for this blog post. So I read, in his book, The Trouble with Nigeria, Chinua Achebe highlights a number of issues within the nation, including, but not limited to, corruption, indiscipline, tribalism, and mediocrity. None of these is simply a government problem, but a trait that can be observed in every stratum of society. Now, one can argue that People follow the examples of their leaders, which is true to a large extent. But I would also argue that most people know when they are acting in a right or wrong manner. The proof of this is that we have no trouble pointing out the vile characteristics in others. So I make this point. That, so that's under the term individuality. I'm explaining um, the alternative to the collective mindset. And I make this point to emphasize the fact that even though we are inspired when we have leaders who do the right things and show us how to behave and how to lead our daily lives properly, people do know when they are acting right or wrong. Nigeria, for example, is quite religious and a lot of people know what is right and wrong behavior, how to treat your neighbor in society. But most people do not act the way they should. Well, let's not say most people, let's say a large number of people do not act the way they should. And I believe this is something that occurs not just in Nigeria, but in a lot of places around the world. So the behavior is replicated in every stratum of society. And so I'll continue reading. I say, every now and then, there comes along a person who does something that sets off a series of events leading to local, national, or global change. More often than we would think, these people did not set out to cause such change initially. They were simply living by the principles with which they had approached everyday life. And when met with these challenging situations, they acted out their lifelong convictions. They served their communities by standing by what they thought was right. And so the point I'm trying to make here in this paragraph is that very often the change we see 
is not necessarily because people thought, I want to do something big or I want to do something great. People just did what they thought was right. And it would amaze you how often people do the things that they know is not right. They know it very clearly, right? It's one thing to to behave wrongly out of ignorance. It's another thing when you are acting in a manner that you know is completely wrong, but you insist on doing that. It might be because the behavior is generally accepted um, where you are. Maybe your environment seems to support such behavior, which I believe is very often the case. But however, deep inside, a lot of people know that they are acting in the wrong manner. But when such a behavior is continued and um, it's it's not it's not discouraged, then it provides an incentive for people to keep acting that way. And every now and then you see someone who, in spite of the status quo, decides to live by their convictions. And these people, more often than not, you know, become famous. Okay, maybe not more often than not, but these people might become famous for their good works, end quote. But it's not necessarily that they were trying to do something outstanding. So there's a lot of good you can do by just acting in the right manner, right? That's what I'm trying to emphasize here. And so I I keep going. I say no individual leaves the world absolutely the same. However insignificant, your net impact will either be positive or negative. In my experience, the most difficult but most profound changes to make are the changes that concern us as individuals. It is easier to claim to be a loving person because you fight against racism, for example. It's easier to profess love for people you don't even know than to show love every day to your friends and family and intentionally treat them in the best way possible no matter how you feel. A significant portion of people demanding change from the government, institutions, and people groups are less than ideal husbands, wives, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, and friends. And, um... That's it for that paragraph. This is probably the paragraph that gets to me the most each time I go over it again because it's written from personal experience. Well, technically everything here is, but this part is the one I relate to the most. At a point, I sat down to analyze a lot of the things I was talking about, things I read about, things I I conversed with people about, you know, the, the ideas that I hold in high esteem. And I thought to myself, these are all quite lofty ideas, but, you know, looking looking at my personal life, have I been a good sister? Have I been a good daughter? Have I been a good friend? And these things are so important because if everyone treated those around them right, then we could inspire people around us to live better lives simply by, by those actions. And this is very difficult to do. You know, it's easy to get on YouTube get on this podcast, for example, and say high sounding things and sound really intelligent or or moral and all of that. You know, I could sound like a person of high integrity simply by the things I say. But acting that out is it's a completely different ball game and it's really difficult in comparison. Right? And I thought, you know, what would life be like if everyone focused on treating people right, the people around them, you know, instead of just putting banners over our heads and claiming for change what if we started doing that i know it looks it looks so it looks sort of insignificant because you're thinking well if, even if i change even if i try to behave like even if i try to behave in the right way it might not necessarily do anything but it starts with one person and that person inspires another person so i go on to say 
The aim of this post is not to discourage activism, but as a reminder that we cannot always change others, but we can change ourselves. What if we all focused on becoming the best versions of ourselves, being disciplined, loving, kind, respectful, and so on? Maybe we can become the kind of persons that those around us will aspire to be. Then maybe we could actually change the world one individual at a time. So that's the end of the post. Now I'll just go on to say that very often, very often, when we look at our lives and there's a lot going on, you know, with family, you're having issues at home. And there are a lot of those things <laughs> seem out of our control sometimes, you know, you get tired and let down by all of this. But then you go outside, maybe on stage, on some sort of platform, and suddenly you're this person who is revered and looked up to for their lofty ideas and for the things they stand for or against. But these are not the things that make up life. Life is made up of, you know, the essential unit of everyday society is the family. You know, your friends, these are the things that really make up life. And so when you haven't taken care of your internal issues, you can run your you can run away from them simply by by the things you do outside. What I'm trying to say is it's easy to use these external forms of expression to run away from internal problems. So let us just be careful that we are not, we don't find ourselves associating with one form of ideology or another or one group um, as a means of escaping the real problems that we have. So the collective mindset is not always a bad thing. I'm just trying to highlight one of the cons, as I stated in the beginning, which is the fact that it it provides a means for some people to assume collective morality. And I hope that you found this useful. Please head to praisero.com and read the complete blog titled The Individuality of World Change. Read the complete blog post. I hope that you find it inspirational. And please do leave a comment. Let me know what you think. And if you have any ideas for topics that you find interesting, I'll be more than happy to hear them. And until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay beautiful. Love you. Bye.